In today's episode, we talk about living in the now and investing in the future. Two totally contrasting ways of thinking. Is it possible to do both of these things? Welcome to the Investor Fellow Podcast, the podcast where we discuss money and life. And just so you know, I'm not a financial advisor, nor is this financial advice. This podcast is all about information, education, and my own experiences. So stay tuned. Ever experienced something truly beautiful? I'm talking about an epic sunset, traveling somewhere that changed your way of thinking, or listening to live music with a loved one without a care in the world. How about having a meaningful conversation with a friend, feeling a sense of joy, vulnerability, and freedom from it? Well, the experiences I just mentioned are what happens when you live in the moment. During my time on this planet, I've come to realize these moments matter the most. We are only guaranteed today. Tomorrow is never certain. Yet, we are constantly thinking of our next moves. We constantly think of the future. So, since the present is the only certainty, does this mean we should YOLO our lives? Not invest a dime? Spend it all? Do whatever the fuck we want? Well, <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if we go that insane, but I don't think so. There's still pretty good odds you'll be around for a long time to come, especially if you take care of your physical and mental health. So, how do we live in the now and invest for the future at the same time? Well, let's talk about it. First, let's talk about living in the now. Marcus Aurelius has a great quote. It is not death a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. We are all guilty of taking for granted our time. Routine becomes normal and the days pass like clockwork. We get wrapped up in work, school, and life. Hustle culture tells us to be productivity machines, right? You see it everywhere. Society sets us up to constantly think ahead. I'm guilty of this a lot. I mean, just think about it for a second. When you're in middle school, you're doing everything you can to prepare for high school. Once you get to high school, society tells you to start preparing for college. And once you get to college, you're doing everything you can to land that future dream job. And finally, once you get that dream job, you dedicate your entire life to working and trying to advance to the next level. More pay raises, more job titles. And so, time passes. As we achieve, as we earn more, time goes by. These are all good things, right? Well, uh, yes and no. Doing all of these things without actually living can be meaningless and even empty. And you may not see it because you're in so deep. I know a lot of people like that. Now, I know there are times in our lives where we must grind. Do whatever it takes to get ahead. I'm all for that. Sometimes we don't have any other options. My early 20s was this. In my early years working as a firefighter paramedic, nothing else mattered but my job. I was constantly working, trying to improve my skills, trying to be the fittest, the fastest. I was so focused on being a good firefighter my relationships took a backseat to work. Looking back, the women I dated during that era didn't stand a chance. I was so hyper-focused on achieving. All I wanted to do was work and build my wealth. 
Looking back now, I rarely enjoyed the moment. I know it's crazy to say out loud now. Or the day or just being alive, mainly because I was so busy with work. Because I had nothing, all I wanted to do was build. Build my career, build my wealth. I thought this was the only way to do life at that time. Over time, I began to realize enjoying the simple things in life are actually the most rewarding. When you're watching a sunset at the beach, no one cares about your achievements. The only thing that matters is the beautiful sunset, the soft sand, the waves crashing, and the wind touching your skin. How? To live in the moment. The good news is living in the moment won't cost you a thing. There is no concrete outline on how to do this. You just get up in the morning and you decide today is a good day. Your mind is a powerful thing. Practice being grateful for what you have right now. Take the time to enjoy all the daily stuff that breezes past you normally. I like to take walks in the morning. Being in nature has a calming effect. Something about looking at trees and mountains on a sunny day clears the clutter in my mind for a brief moment. Perhaps because it's the simplicity of it or the fact that you're more in tune with your senses. I don't, I don't really know, but whatever the case may be, taking in moments in real time really does have a calming effect. Spend more time with loved ones. It's so easy to spend time with loved ones and have whole conversations about the future. I'm really guilty of this one. If all we are talking about is work and the future and what we will do next, did we really have a meaningful conversation? Instead, try focusing the conversation on each other's thoughts in the moment and feelings. Many times we never say what we really want to say in the moment. I'm trying to be better at having deeper conversations with people. My thought is, why waste time having boring conversations? Life is too short for that. Yet, we do it every day. Every day is an opportunity to get better at mindfulness. Enjoy yourself. Ever notice the majority of adults are so serious? As kids, we laugh and play every day. Stress isn't really a thing. As adults, we have bills, jobs, responsibilities, and chaos. It's kind of what it feels like every week, right? Somewhere along the way, enjoying oneself gets thrown out the window. Like you get an adult card and all of a sudden you're fucking miserable. Everyone seems so serious on a day-to-day -day basis. Most likely, they're not living in the now. They're focusing on all the problems, stresses, and tasks they need to get done. Well, guess what? There will always be stresses, problems, and tasks to get done. Even when you complete all the shit you're worrying about, new shit develops. It never ends. So, make it a point every day to enjoy yourself. Be a bit silly. Channel that inner kid. Take time to just enjoy your day. For example, for me, I love coffee. Sometimes I'll sit in silence just focusing on my coffee. It feels good to remove all the clutter in your mind and focus on the task you are doing at the moment. Taking joy in doing daily tasks that you wouldn't normally realize as joyful makes a big difference. For example, when I'm making breakfast, I look forward to slicing the potatoes, cracking the eggs, seasoning everything, seeing it all come together. I created something that tastes good and that makes me happy, and that's what I focus on. Reality. It's critical to enjoy the moment because once it's gone, you never get it back. 
The key is to understand oneself better to recognize these moments. As you practice this more, life will be more fulfilling. But let's keep it real. We can't always be living in the moment. It is extremely important to think of the future and where you're heading. There is enough space in your mind to focus on the present and plan for the future. Managing these two contrasting processes is up to you. If you can manage to do both, you'll get the best of both worlds. So now, let's switch gears. Investing for the future. If living in the moment is so important, then why should we invest in the future? Why should we invest at all? The future is not guaranteed, right? And that, my friends, is exactly why you should invest for the future. The fact that life has no guarantees means you're on the hook for whatever happens. So if you do live a long life and never start investing, you could end up living your later years doing shit you don't like. On top of that, creating wealth for the future makes living life easier and more enjoyable. Investing for future wealth is the obvious topic of coverage here. However, there are two other categories that are just as important. Investing in these three categories will give you an overall better quality of life for many years to come. Three categories to invest in for your future self are financially, duh, physically, and mentally. Aha! Number one, financially. Investing now for your future is kind of like a superpower. Once you develop this process, it becomes part of you. And as a side note, rich does not equal wealth. Someone can look rich with new cars, designer clothes, and an expensive house. It is easy to interpret this as wealth. In some cases, it is. In many cases, it's just a massive debt accumulation. If that person decided to work less or lost their job, it might all fall apart because the debt owed can't be repaid monthly. This is a consumer mousetrap good old society places on us. Social media sets you up to feel like you need more. And truth is, the more we accumulate, the more we must work, the more time slips away. Don't get me wrong, I love nice cars and stuff. So if you truly have the money for it, then by all means, spend it. What does investing for the future get you? From personal experience, investing early on opens doors which I did not think were possible. Investing in stocks, index funds, real estate has allowed me to grow my wealth. That wealth has given me the flexibility to try other passions of mine, like this podcast. It's given me more time to stay in shape and travel. It's not about what I can buy. It's about owning my time to do what I want with it. So start with a simple plan. If things are simplified, you're more likely to stick to it. The key to building wealth is time. Find assets like index funds and real estate traditionally build wealth over a long period. They can do this in the form of compounding interest, appreciation, and cash flow. These are not the only ways to build wealth. You could start a business or build your own brand. In reality, there are thousands of ways you can build wealth. In order for any of the things I mentioned to work, you have to start now. You have to be consistent and you have to be patient. Out of all the assets that I own, the index fund is my forever investment. It is not the sexiest, it hasn't made me the most wealthy, 
but it's damn consistent. Not only is it consistent, it gives me zero headaches, unlike some of the other assets that I own. I never have to do a thing. So it's generally a good place to start your investing journey. Over time, you could use some of those index fund gains to buy another asset like real estate or start a business. I've done this and it's worked well. In a later podcast, I'll get into specifics of index funds, what they are and how they can benefit you. Number two, physically. If you're in your 30s and can't hike several miles, it is unlikely that in your 40s, you'll be able to hike at all. By the time you're in your 50s, you might have trouble just walking around the grocery store. The point I'm trying to make is, just like when we invest for our future wealth, the same approach needs to be taken for our physical health. If we maintain our physical fitness now, it can only pay off a thousand times more in the future. It's not just about living longer, it's about living a better quality of life for a greater amount of years. When I'm in my 70s, I still want to be able to hike, do pull-ups, lift heavy things, and go for runs. In order for me to achieve these goals, my current fitness level has to be better than average. As we age, our muscles atrophy. We need to be stronger now to compensate for future muscle loss. So if we can barely do a pull-up in our 30s, or hike, or run, or do whatever, it probably ain't happening in our 40s or 50s. Being physically fit goes beyond the things I mentioned. It helps with your brain health, heart health, keeps your bones strong, you stay flexible, you have more energy, you feel better about yourself. What good is accumulating wealth if you have high blood pressure and bad knees? You can't even enjoy traveling or playing with your kids. Your body and mind are the greatest investments you own. Treat them with consistent care and push them to be stronger. Our bodies thrive on constant challenge. By no means is it easy, but making the daily investment will forever change your life. Number three, mentally. The mind is such a complex thing and the least understood. The brain uses 20% of the energy we consume, yet only 2% of our body weight. That means really important stuff must be going on up in that head of ours, right? If you want to be a good investor, partner, or friend, you have to be able to control your thoughts and emotions. It's so easy to spiral into negativity. It's so easy to think of the worst case scenarios and get completely worked up about something that will most likely never happen. I see this in investing all the time. I swear every year since I began investing in my index fund, which was like 15 years ago or something like that, I hear the same old shit. Recession, stock market crash, doom and gloom. It's comical that people never learn. The stock market is a beautiful example of uncontrolled emotions. People will sell their stocks fearing it'll continue to go down, but that same person later on will pay 10 times the amount for the same stock as it's going up, even if it's overvalued. Why? Because of FOMO. Because of greed. They don't want to miss out. And... They don't know how to control one's emotions. So it's important to make daily investments in your mental health. Declutter your mind every day. Stop yourself from thinking negative things that will most likely never happen. Stop comparing yourself to social media. Stop trying to be perfect. 
Who the fuck cares what these people think? They don't pay your bills. And are they really your friends? If they are your friends, then they would support you. Stop thinking of material goods as a route to happiness. All this leads to is excess stress and unhappiness. Over time, this has detrimental effects on you. Bad stress is a silent killer. If we are in a constant state of stress, we are more likely to develop high blood pressure, heart attacks, or strokes. Life is too short to stay in long states of unhappiness and stress. Your mind is a powerful thing. You can will yourself to do anything. A strong mind will get you through a painful injury, a hard workout, and a fearful stock market. So, how do we develop a strong mind? Developing a strong mind. Here are some things you can do to develop a happier mindset. Exercise is one of my favorites. Listening to my favorite music during a workout is like therapy to me. For a moment, I feel powerful. It's like a mental reset. Being in nature, like we said earlier, using all your senses and just focusing on some, something basic like a tree or mountains has a calming effect. It makes your mind slow down. Try walking every day and controlling your thoughts as you walk. Practicing mindfulness. Acknowledge your thoughts. Take time to focus on how your body is working. Control your breathing. Focus on breathing techniques. Practice having a non-judgmental attitude. I know, this one is hard. When you find yourself in your thoughts, don't criticize yourself. Instead, redirect your thinking. Find happiness in your thoughts. Focus on the good that you do have. Communication. Talk about your feelings. Um, back then, when I was a new firefighter paramedic, myself and my crew would go to horrific accidents, shootings, deadly fires, and sadly, lots of death. And you know what? We, yeah, we actually never talked about it afterwards. And no one shared their feelings. It was an unspoken sign of weakness back then. And looking back now, no wonder I work with so many unhappy firefighters. It's hard to talk to someone. I get it. It's hard to share your deeper feelings. It's easier to close up like a little clam, right? But challenge yourself to express your feelings through communication. It'll make you a happier person. Bringing it all together. So I've made my case for why it's so important to live in the now and invest for your future. Even though they are two totally different schools of thought, they both help you achieve an overall goal. One helps you out today and the other one helps you out tomorrow. This creates the ultimate form of efficiency in life. You'll be ready for whatever comes next. That's what life is. It's a giant mess of unexpected events. The more you're financially, physically, and mentally prepared for them, the greater ease you'll have overcoming them. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time and follow the Investor Fellow Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.